Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are here to recap the Carolina Panthers 2023 draft. Uh, draft ended yesterday, Saturday, mm-hmm. so uh, we haven't gone over any picks other than Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo yet, uh, so we're going to kind of give our thoughts on the other guys, uh, touch on the undrafted free agents that have been signed, and there are quite a few, um, yeah. so we're not going to be experts on any of these guys, but we're going to kind of talk about what we know about them and um, you know, just kind of go from there, so uh, just to recap... We did do podcasts for Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo, so go check those out if you want our full thoughts on those guys. But long story short, Jerry, we like those guys. Yeah, we really did. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, obviously, someone that was rumored here. I picked him in our pre-draft, you know, betting. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to do that too, by the way. Go over that. Nah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bryce Young. I mean, what else can we say? I mean. <clears throat> he, he's our franchise guy. The only knock on him is his height and his small body f- size. We'll see if that holds up. I think it can, especially with how he plays. But other than that, absolutely love the pick. Getting yeah. his jerseys, we'll be doing all that fun jazz. Yeah, I mean, just kind of looking at some of the... Uh, since we, we did the podcast, particularly for Mingo, I'm going to talk about here for a minute. Uh, like right after the pick, right? So the, you know, reviews and um, a lot of the talk about that pick hadn't come out yet. So I've heard, you know, that I, I would say it's mostly positive what I've heard about the Panthers picking Jonathan Mingo. Um, some think that there was a reach. Others think that it was about the right spot. Uh, from what I understand, like all the wide receivers were very kind of lumped together after the first couple anyway like the mm-hmm. next 10 or 15 were just kind of all they could have gone anywhere right so don't let anyone make you feel bad by saying that we reached for Jonathan Mingo because th- they love Jonathan Mingo to them it was not a reach to the Panthers it was not a reach well, well yes it wasn't a reach to the Panthers because they <clears throat> they had their eyes set I mean they yep. really liked him they liked his size they liked his physicality you know they liked his tools my only negative is he has all those tools he didn't really kind of produce in college. And yes, yeah. Ole Miss is not high-end passing, but still you know, 800 yards as a most, it's, it's a little scary. A little bit but, of injury concern with him as well just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from college. But yeah, I mean, last year when he played all, all 13 games for them, go look at who his quarterback was and look at the stats for his quarterback and – Tell me that he had a guy that he's ever played with anybody as good as Bryce Young. The answer is no. (laughs) So um, if anybody's going to bring out the best to him, I think it's going to be Bryce Young, and this this offense is going to give him every opportunity. Uh, Yeah, we kind of talked about where we thought he might end up, just sort of probably battling with um, Terrace Marshall for that third, fourth spot there. so yeah, I'm, but I'm excited about it. I thought uh, I thought the, the draft was pretty good. As we get into the next few picks here, there are some thoughts. So Jerry, why don't you go ahead and kick us off here with our third round draft pick? With round three, pick eighty, the Carolina Panthers traded up and grabbed edge rusher DJ Johnson out of Oregon, a senior 
I believe he's redshirt senior from mm. Sacramento, 6'4", 260. He's a, he's a freak athlete, 4'4", speed. But the problem is yeah, he ha he went from tight end for a couple years then back to the defensive side of the ball that he's been moved around. Then he's had some – he punched a fan. He in punched an a fan. He punched yeah. a fan in the off. So I just – I worry about him. I'm not going to lie. I felt – this guy has a lot of tools, and he hasn't been in a position for very long that I get why they want him. But I also, everything I read is this is a reach, especially when we didn't have that many draft capital, the kind mm -hmm. of package to move up to get him. Yeah. This coaching staff, Scott Fitter, they know what they wanted. They went and got him. Hopefully they can mold him into what he can be. That being said, he is going to be a rotational guy at first. He has that bull rush right now. But with that 4-4 speed, maybe work with Brian Burns, bake it into more of a speed, finesse, and bull rush. And he could become something good. It's just, let's hope. <laughs> well, he's, a, he's definitely a developmental player, um, but he's got the size, he's got the speed. He's got, you know... He's got skills. He's very athletic. You know, being mm -hmm. able to play both sides of the ball like that. He caught three touchdown passes in 2020 at tight end. You know, I'm like he's he's got some skills. Um, I would not expect to see him play tight end in the NFL, but he could be one of those guys that comes in uh, and does some of those gadget plays at the goal line, things like that. I would not be surprised at all to see that. But yeah, when they made the pick, I was like, oh, I know that name. Why do I know that name? <laughs> he must be. He must have done something pretty cool. And I went back and looked, and I was like, "Oh, he's the guy that punched the fan <laughs> on the field after the game." Now, now, credit B, he says that he said something. The fan said something to him as he was walking off field that he could not even mention. so. Even but so. you still need to kind of yeah. keep it in check. Got to keep those emotions in check, and and you know that that would give me pause. Um, in terms of trading up, you know, I'll kind of repeat what I said about Mingo. To them, it wasn't a reach. However, it does seem conventional wisdom. Everybody's mocks, everything about this kid seemed like they could have got him at 93. They, I don't know that they had to move up. Uh, and they did give up a fourth-round pick to do it. So it was not cheap to go up and get this guy. Um, but, you know, he had eight and a half sacks in 2022 uh, in 11 games. So th I think 39 tackles for loss for his whole career or something like that so uh, athletically and, he i think he grades out pretty well and we don't know i mean they may have heard from you know hey someone else really likes him will probably grab him you know at 81 yeah. 82 i don't know that's the but, only reason right is they yeah, thought that he wouldn't be there at 93 correct they they heard rumblings and they really liked his size they really thought that they could mold him into a good pass rusher or you know a good player for them so I, this is the hardest thing, is to be too critical of a new coaching staff. And we don't know what they really like, and we don't know how well they could coach these guys up. So I, again, on paper, is, this staff looks like it's tailor made to coach up all these guys, right? Yes. On paper, it looks great, but to your credit, to your point. We don't know yet. This is the first time all these coaches have been together. There have been no games played. You know, this is all on paper. So, yeah. 
But with that being said, he is my least favorite pick of this draft. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, An edge rusher but, with four four speed and had yeah, an eight and a half sacks last year is my <laughs> least favorite he could, pick. He could very easily become one of my favorite picks. And oh, it absolutely. Take that much to, to get there, but yeah, again, on paper, it did seem like. They may not have had to give up that extra pick to go get him, but they did. And I'm not going to, you know, praise them for getting Mingo and then criticize them for doing the exact same thing with Johnson. So that's fine. Uh, Our next pick here in round four, uh, our fourth round pick that we did keep, Chandler Zavala from NC State. He is an offensive lineman, a guard. Um, Hey, one of Icky's teammates. And could probably slide in right there beside Icky. Yeah, I'm redshirt senior, six foot three, three twenty-two, big body guy. Uh honestly, I'm kind of I really like this pick to be honest with you. He's mm-hmm. one of the guys that I feel like could in two years we he he's could be a starter on this line and no one would know. I mean, he's got a bright he's not freakish athletic. He can't he's not as <clears throat> agile, but he is a road grader type of blocker for them you know he can pick them up move them with his strength you know yeah he's a big dude. i like that i like that man he's I... a big dude and just looking at his pff stats here uh pff has him giving up zero sacks in his college career <laughs> yeah in 2021 2022 only one hit and only seven hurries through for 17 games uh that's pretty good honestly yeah that's over a, th- over a thousand snaps, no sacks, seven hurries. Now I'm gonna quickly go over NFL.com's uh, strengths yeah. here, just because I love one of these. It says, "Built with broad hips, good length, and burly frame. Footwork is on point on combo blocks, working the linebackers. Impressive drive blocking. Craters gap shooting linebackers with booming hand strikes. Understands protection schemes and plays intelligently." Stays wide and mirrors the power <clears throat> rushers. I that sounds great to me. And like I said, sounds great. We're, we're also talking to the fourth round, a guy that can eventually try to start. I mean, we don't know where Austin Corbett's going to be. We don't know mm-hmm. how good Cade Mays is going to be playing this new offense. Brady Christensen did struggle at guard, in my opinion, last year. I yeah. I think he played well, but I want some the best offensive line possible for Bryce Young. And if that is getting Icky with his college partner, they know each other, that that could be great. It's something, yeah. Um this is a good pick. I mean it's a it's a need pick because of, you know, Christensen and uh, Corbett's injuries. Mm-hmm. This guy is gonna have an opportunity to start the season if he shows out well in training camp and know does what he needs to do so uh i love it i love the pick honestly i think it's great value in the fourth round um again you know doesn't have uh i don't know i don't see anything negative with it honestly yeah yeah he doesn't have the agility to be like a premier guard right now it that's some of these guys especially in the fourth round you're gonna have knocks on them well sure they're not gonna all be perfect (laughs) But with that being said, I am very happy with him going in the fourth round to us. Like I said, as a guy who could potentially start this year if 
if things work out well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, we got one more, Jerry. All right, we have round five, pick number 145, Jammy Robinson, safety out of Florida State, 5'11", 191 pounds, hometown of Cordell, Georgia. <clears throat> Another great prospect here. I mean, mm-hmm. especially with Jeremy Chin probably moving down into the box, more of a linebacker role, which we think will help him. He's not the fastest safety, but he lays booming hits. He's going to be that type of, you know, up-close type of run-stuffing safety. He only ran a 4.59, so he's not the fastest guy. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> safety-wise, I don't think you always have to be. You have to play smart. Yeah, you have to be smart. Um, he is kind of a tweener. Uh, one of the things I heard about him is that one of one of the scouts said that they've heard that he's not, you know, a true safety, and he's not mm-hmm. a true nickel. And this guy was like, "That's overthinking it. He's a good football player. You f- you find places for those guys, and yeah. he's got a great personality. I don't know if you've heard any of his interviews or." I mean, he is like he's ready to come in and prove himself. Oh, uh, I think he was projected to be like a fourth round pick, so we actually got him later, maybe than uh, than projections showed. So I like it. I, you know, th- I, this is another one where just solid football player. Uh, NFL.com has him listed as a, a good backup with the potential to be a starter. I don't know what else you could ask for in the fifth round. No, I don't either. And you said he could play nickel too. <clears throat> we may need a nickel. I mean, C.J. Henderson hasn't looked good. I mean, well, and we don't even know if how long C.J. Henderson's going to be here. They are probably not going to pick up his fifth round or his I fifth uh, year option. So I don't know, uh, but yeah, I, I like the pick. You know, Jamie. Anybody named Jamie, I'm down with. I think that's just a great name, uh, <laughs> as opposed to one of the other names we'll be talking about here in a minute. But. Uh, I like uh, I like the guy, and again, fifth round, I feel like you can't do much better in terms of a prospect in the fifth round at that position. I mean, maybe a kicker or something, you could get a high-end kicker, but safety's an important position. Especially, and it's a position uh, that, we, that we need help on. Exactly, especially with this defense where it seems like they're going to be more flying to the ball. That's kind of the motto. Yeah. Um, quickly, NFL.com strengths here. Um mm-hmm. Plays with urgency on every snap. Attack seems seems and crevices as run defenders near the line. Can make cuts to match runners bouncing wide. Stocks the route with anticipated movement. Breaks on throws are synced to the quarterback's release. Drives through his targets to disrupt the cap. I'm excited to see those. Yeah. Uh, rushes in. Attacks versus quick game. Versatility to line at free safety or nickel, like we've already discussed. Yeah, weaknesses with him say you know takes sloppy angles, uh, oversteps positioning, loses his leverage. And it, it, you know receivers can challenge him above the rim, so okay. you know the, he can't maybe can't challenge at the height of the catch, um, and then fails to make up ground in a foot race. But again, you you know these are all things other than maybe the speed that you can coach. Right, mm-hmm. or you can help. You can help him with guys back and you know just schemes. Better coaching and yeah, <clears throat> yeah. 
Agreed. The, so. the speed is the only thing that you're just sitting there going, well, you can't really do that. I mean, you're, you are that fast. I mean, you can help yeah. them as much as you can, but. Maybe like some better shoes. That's about all they could do. <laughs> Give them some better shoes. All right. Uh, so just let's just look at the draft overall here. Um, before we get into some of the undrafted free agents. How do you feel overall about this draft? You know, uh, I don't want to. Let's put a grade on it. I mean, everybody's putting grades on drafts. Uh, you know, again, it's all TBD. We know that it's all an incomplete until the, they actually get out on the field. But just how are you feeling right now? Grade your feelings. <laughs> you know, honestly, I had to take myself out of it after that DJ pick. Mm hmm. Just because that one just felt so weird to me. I just didn't really like it. Like, I understood the pick, but it felt, felt like weird. a bit of a momentum snapper. Like, it felt like we were yeah. doing, we were feeling really good about the draft until that point. And not to say that he's not, he, he's not going to be a good player. Yeah. Right? No, that's the thing is he has yeah. that 4 4 speed. He has that bull rush in him. Yeah. But he hasn't, yeah, it just seemed like a reach. <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, we're saying it could be a reach, but, you know, I believe, I think, Steve Smith was a reach in round three when they picked him. That's, I remember sure. reading a draft grade that. So, you never know. Now, when I'm looking at oh, the overall, I really like what they did. I am kind of shocked they didn't make more trade, especially in the fifth round, mm -hmm. trading back, trying to get more picks. Fitterer has been known to us for that, but... I think they like. I think all these guys have potential to start eventually. I don't. Mm. I don't see one of them being like, "All right, this guy's gonna be just backup special teams type of guys." So, do you think all these guys make the roster? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, give me a grade. You got to give me a grade. Oh, oh, sorry. You desperately want grades. Um, Need a grade. That's what the people are here for. I'm going to go A just because I feel like we got a franchise quarterback. I, I think <clears> that tips it. I think if you don't have a franchise quarterback in this, if, if God, say we picked nine and we went yeah. somewhere else with the pick that we really liked, I think it would be a B. But I think A right now because you get a franchise quarterback, you get you know four other guys that I think have potential starting ability, and you get a, get a wide receiver that – a lot of people really like, and if your wide receiver coach could put it together for him with Bryce Young, oh, that could be a dangerous combination. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go A, maybe A minus, um, just because I do think they could have gotten the exact same guys and traded back. I feel like in the second round, I feel like you could have traded back to the mid-40s and still gotten Mingo, picked up another pick. Uh, I don't think they had to trade up to get DJ Johnson. I think they even could have traded back in the third and still gotten him. Um, so I'll go A minus just because I think the management of the draft could have been a little better. But in terms of who they got, I like it. Well, I like who do, they got. Well, you know that they tried to jump back up in the first round. It's being reported. I, well, I don't. I don't think they tried to. I think they were prepared to, if certain people were there that didn't end up being there. That's what I, I read. I read that they tried, but that could be someone's misnomer who, of... Do you I know forget. who they were trying to trade up to get? No, I don't. 
Okay, it was probably an edge. What I that, heard is they, that they they said it was for an edge, yeah. but yeah, it was probably too it rich was for their blood. Felix and Indude Uzama, that guy who mm-hmm. went at the very end of the first round, um, which I would have loved. I mean, that was the guy I predicted that we would pick. I really would have liked for them to yeah. have gone after him, but um, but yeah. So that that's my only nitpick really is <clears throat> I think they could have gotten everybody that they gotten or that they got. And still acquired a couple more picks. So, but in terms of who they got, love it. So I mean, I mean, solid. A. They got the guys that they wanted, and yeah. that's that's the most important thing. I was, I think it was Bill Polian I was listening to talk about. He goes, you know, all, there's all these people who talk about trade back. Well, if you trade back, what happens if your guy goes? Yeah. He's like, what if you have this guy? You know, you have him ranked as you know really high and the guy below him is on another level you're risking losing that guy and that's why you know and if that's the case you know if jonathan mingo was the only person that they liked within 20 picks then you got to take him oh jonathan mingo said that they told him they were going to pick him at 39 if he was still on the board yeah so So they had already made their mind up at that point that he was their wide receiver they won Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, you know, I still think they could have gotten him at 45. But who knows if I, 45 even wanted to trade up. You know, it, it's it's not just the Panthers, right? It's You have to have a partner. And they may not have found a partner to trade I, back. I, I tell you, Jonathan Mingo, again, I kept seeing him start getting picked in the first round. He was skyrocketing in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, those guys kind of worry me a little bit. The, the guys that skyrocket after all the football has been played. Yeah, me know? too. Um, so, either way, we got him. I'm, that That's not a pick I have a problem with at all. Like, it's it's mainly the, the third round pick that I think they didn't have to trade up for. But again, maybe that's the guy that was by far the highest one left on their board. And yeah. they felt they had to get him. So. All right, uh, well, let's look at some of the undrafted free agents here. Um, just going to kind of run down the list here, Jerry, and I know there's a couple of guys you wanted to talk about, so just stop me okay. whenever we get to a guy that we want to talk about. So uh, linebacker out of UNLV, Austin Ajake, or Ajake. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe my favorite name here, Bumper Pool, linebacker out of Arkansas. Yeah, I've already mentioned him off the recording he's a three-year yeah. starter out of arkansas you know he he has potential i mean a three-year starter he was a captain of the team that defense in the sec I, some of these guys you never know how they're gonna actually connect with the coaching and everything else mm-hmm. i mean bumper pool like i thought that you would put i thought that you would put some fake ones in there to to you know trip me up yeah. a little bit bumper pool I don't know. I've, I've never heard anyone named Bumper Pool before. I've never heard um, anybody named Bumper either, but I mean bumper, that's... Bumper, <laughs> just Bumper in general. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find this uh, the next guy. I'm trying to find this guy's stats. but um, All right, so the next pick here is going to be Cameron Peoples, running back out of Appalachian State. I bet there are a lot of people listening to this podcast right now that know way more about Cameron Peoples than I do. But, Jerry, what are your thoughts on him? Uh, I like this pickup. I mean, he doesn't have that top end like agility and everything, but he did average like five point eight yards per carry in his, you know, career at 
at App State. I mean, mm-hmm. 6'1", 217. He's a different style runner than Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard. And with that being said, I think that ha- gives him an ability to maybe make this roster as that, hey, maybe not <clears throat> short yardage back, but a rotational type of guy that yeah. may be able to push the pocket a little bit better than Chuba and Blackshear and everybody else. Yeah, he's 6'2", 220. He's a big guy. Um, five-year player at App State. I'm just looking at his stats now. In 2020, he had 1,124 yards and 12 touchdowns. And then 2021, 926 yards and 14 touchdowns. So he found the end zone. Um, 2022, only nine games, 593 yards and five touchdowns. So I don't know what happened in 2022, if he got hurt or if maybe he just got pushed out of the rotation by someone else. But Yeah, know, any this, App again, State fans, you could let us know in yeah, comments let us or know email. What was going on with this guy. But, um, you know, he, he's an undrafted free agent, so it's hard to really – quibble right <laughs> yeah we're bringing him in as a as a, a shot in the dark basically uh who are the next few guys here jerry oh i apologize i had zoom letting me know i was being naughty and going over time colby okay. richardson cornerback lsu we have iku lieta edge from auburn i i'm very interested in how he does as well um i did read a little bit about him that he does have potential I, all these guys have potential. I hate seeing sure. that. But. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Redmond, defensive tackle, Oklahoma. He's a guy, another guy that we really should keep an eye on at camp. He has some speed and size ability. I think people projected him in round five, but he slipped okay. undrafted. So be interesting. He's more of a 4-3 type technique tackle, so I don't know if they're going to try to see if he could bulk up a little bit, play that defensive end for the 3-4 or how they want to use him. And then Josh Van, wide receiver, South Carolina. He has some return ability that we can see. All right, do you want to continue on? Yeah, just looking at Van's stats here real quick. Um, another five-year guy. Uh, best year was 2021, 679 receiving yards, five touchdowns. Um, also had five rush attempts for 63 yards. Interesting there. Uh, but, yeah, it does seem like he really uh, was – he had 10 uh, punt returns in 2022 um, for 151 yards. So no no kick return touchdowns or anything. But again, special teams guy, it seems like, is his immediate future. Um, Mark Milton, cornerback out of Baylor. Surprised we didn't draft a cornerback, honestly. Um, I think it was the way the <clears throat> it fell. I really yeah. do because I I was really expect I think if like Ringo fell to us I, he would definitely mm-hmm. didn't pick up, but yeah, but we did sign three uh, in the undrafted free agents here. So uh, Nash Jensen, offensive lineman out of North Dakota State. I always like getting guys out of North Dakota State because I feel like sometimes they fly under the radar. So mm-hmm. uh, Nico Bolden, safety out of Kent State. Uh, we got Ricky Lee, an offensive tackle out of North Carolina A and T. Uh, only one HBCU player drafted in the entire NFL draft. Seems hmm. a little low. That does. Seems a little low. Um, let's see. Rajon Wright, cornerback out of Oregon State. That's our third corner that we signed here. Yes, Ricky and I Lee, want to talk about him. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead. You yep. stopped it right there, young sorry, man. Sorry, <laughs> talk about Rajon. Rajon, 6'2", 193. Guy 
he's a senior. He he has some physical ability that can be really potential here. Um, they projected him more of around five or six. He has that size, length, and everything else, but he needs to work on some coverages, um, flipping his hips. That's where he mm-hmm. loses players, plays. So with that said, he also has penalty issues, hence undrafted guy. But he's another guy that you might want to keep an eye on in camp to see if he can scratch to the bottom of the roster. And if they could get him working good, you never know. 6'2", yeah. 190, uh, that's like NFL that size. size. I, yeah, I like that size for a corner, for sure. Yeah. Uh, last couple guys here, Ricky Lee the uh, third, another NCANT guy, offensive tackle. Two offensive tackles from North Carolina ANC. Uh, actually, I don't know, Jerry. You've got Ricky Lee and Ricky Lee the third. Are those the same person? <laughs> I don't know. I copied this. Or is it like a thing. grandfather and a grandson, maybe? Uh, I bet no, uh, I bet you it's a copied. <laughs> I, I was going through Moore. I could have yeah. That's all right. Trevez Moore, uh defensive end, Arizona State, so we got the whole Lee family tree here. Uh, we got Trey. <laughs> we didn't have Junior. I needed to put Junior. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, I mean, you know, no like huge names there. I don't think. You know, we've seen some in the past where uh, we would bring a guy in, especially local guys that Demir you know, like Bird. Smith. Every, every, yeah, Demir Bird. Shy Smith was a big one that everybody was really excited about. Well, Shy Smith was a drafted. Well, that he was a late round draft pick. That's right, but. Either way, um, Demir Bird, by the way, back on the team. Yeah. Welcome we haven't back, mentioned Demir that, Bird. but yeah. <laughs> Your boy, you love Demir Bird. Um, all right, you know, yeah, again, I, I don't know a ton about these guys, so I'm not going to speak uh, ignorantly about them, but undrafted, draft, uh, undrafted free agents are always fun. Always fun to follow them at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to that. I, I think my undrafted... Uh player this year that I'm going to hype up is Rajon Wright. So, be prepared. I'm going with Bumper Pool. You just want to say Bumper. I I love to say Bumper Pool on Sundays. That's all I want to say. I hope <laughs> the guy makes pool. it. <laughs> all right, Jerry. Uh, any final thoughts here about the draft? Yes, we have to go over our draft predictions winner. Oh, we're out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> we are out of time. Oh, well, we could speed through this. I see four minutes on the clock. So how many quarterbacks are drafted in the top ten? You pick three. I pick four. You won that one. Congratulations. Started out uh, well, with a bang. technically. Oh, you're talking about the top ten. Top ten. Top, top ten. ten. Okay. Uh, that's that's what we had here. You won that one. Top how ten, many yeah. QBs are drafted in the first round? You said four. I said five. We were both wrong. It happens. Only three. I mean, you started out really good. Over, under, two and a half trade for the Panthers during the draft. I picked over. You picked under. Congratulations. You're up on me to nothing now. Um, More offensive or defensive picks for the Panthers. You picked offensive. I went defensive more or less just to go the opposite way. Again, Mm -hmm. 3-0. Off to such a strong start. Feeling good. Feeling good right now. Yeah. What position drafted by the Panthers in the second round. You said edge. I said receiver. I also, I could see either one, but we picked yep. uh, Jonathan Bingo, which, by the way, this this <laughs> is the bonus. I got a three-point bonus for picking Jonathan Bingo as somebody the Panthers will pick. Yeah, um, you did. And, that's, and then the, that's three years in a row now that yeah. we've gotten uh, 
one of this was picks. the earliest one. Usually we get like a fifth yeah. round pick. We're going to have to right. try to do that again. Uh, <laughs> over under pick 13 and a half for BJ and Robinson. Over, you said, under, I said. So, yeah. Uh, you missed. Uh, who is the second QB drafted? I said uh, Levis. You said Stroud. It was Stroud. Oh, oh, I did miss that one. I apologize. Is Darnell Washington drafted in the first round? We both said no, and that was correct. Well, I was skipping the tie. That's why. Oh, Cause... no, you got to say him. People, oh, people okay. want to hear. Yeah. Does Atlanta draft a quarterback the first two rounds? We both said no. Mm-hmm. How many long snappers will be drafted? I said zero. You said zero. I didn't even check that one. I honestly don't even know, but I'm just going to assume the answer is no. <laughs> Either way, we <laughs> so tied. I don't think we, need to, we don't need to worry about that. Uh, will Matt Corral be traded during the draft? You said yes. I said no. Oh, that's another point for me, by the way. I didn't even yep. think about that. Oh. Yep. Uh, uh, will there be a big-time player trade in the first two rounds of the draft and we liken this to aj brown last year i said yes you said no there was not so yeah i thought another... i thought hopkins was gonna get traded yeah. i thought i was gonna lose that point hopkins or trey lance or i i thought there was gonna be something and there was just nothing it was yeah kind of boring in that in terms of that uh, the draft overall i thought was very good and, and interesting yeah but uh I... in terms of trades no no massive ones yeah, but overall, I finally came out victorious on an Amazon. Me. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I owe you a an up to twenty dollar Amazon purchase that would, I will have sent directly to your residence. And we will open on the air, or I will Why don't open you on the go air. Go ahead and give me your address right now on the air. No, no, no I won't do okay. that. <laughs> and, and again, we try to keep it. Panthers related after the duck incident. After the duck incident, <laughs> yes. And by the way, that is how I'm going to refer to it from now on. The duck incident. It's a shame that I don't get my own duck incident uh, to send you, but that's okay. <laughs> Keep it. We'll, we'll start off on the right foot here. All right. Well, congratulations, Jerry. You did. You got one. You got yeah. one on me. I feel like most of our bets go my way, but this one you absolutely destroyed me. So. Yeah. All right, we got less than a minute before Zoom kicks us off. So we want to thank All everyone right. for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmixpodcast.com or leave us a comment on YouTube. And please like and subscribe there as well. Uh, we'll be back soon. We might take a week off or so, just kind of let things settle. Um, certainly, if there's any news, we'll be back. But until then, everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, <laughs> wow,